Bon dia. Welcome to the Mixed Fam Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Yvette, a Chicana mom of two who moved her little familia abroad from Southern California to Porto, Portugal in 2021. In this podcast, you'll hear all about what it's like navigating our mixed and neurodiverse family in a new country. If you're curious about what it's like to move abroad, then you're at the right place. We can't wait to share this new experience with you. All right, welcome to the Mixed Fam Abroad podcast. We have another episode for you today, all about the eight must-have items to bring with you from the U.S. to Portugal. This is from our lived experience. We have been here for a couple of weeks now and are realizing some of the things that we brought that we're glad that we brought, some things that we wish we brought. And so based on that experience, we're going to share with you kind of eight different categories of items, again, that, that might be helpful to bring with you from the U.S. I'm here with Josh, and we're going to go ahead and get started with the first item, and I'll start with that one. Um, the category is beauty products. So one thing that is clear about living in Europe is that you're not going to find the same American brand beauty products that you're accustomed to here. And even if you do find them, odds are they're going to be um, very overpriced. And so when I mean beauty products, I'm referring to things for your hair, for your skin, for your body. Um, I'm thinking of things like makeup, like certain shampoos, lotions. Here's an example of something that I brought. I brought my um, Riso, Riso's Curls hair products I brought a couple of bottles of that hair product with me and it's been super helpful with keeping kind of my hair looking the way I like it to look. I also brought a couple of um, different containers of makeup that I use. Hopefully it'll last me a while. And what else? What did you bring um, in terms of beauty and hair and body products? Um, let's see, some Aquatanica uh, lotion that you can't even find anymore even in the u.s um honest shampoo for the kids yeah um yeah i mean i think that's it mostly just shampoo and um hair products and makeup those were it yeah all right so let's move on to the next category which is non-perishable food products so you tell us about this one (laughs) so um we have instant uh vietnamese coffee that we love that we love um and it's readily available um in the valley yeah and Um, and socal where we're from yeah but uh here it's the most common brand that you'll see is like delta which I'm guessing is like their yes, holders. Yes, the Portuguese brand of, of coffee, yeah. Yeah, so the, they'll have Vietnamese, you know, coffee from this Delta brand, but I mean... It's not the same. It's definitely not the same. I mean, the that. coffee that we would drink is this like um, these little packs that are already instant coffee that come with like non-dairy creamer and it's just like really yummy, like ready, just you just mix it with hot water and it's ready to drink super duper good 
not available here. Uh, we brought one bag. I kind of wish we had brought multiple bags of that coffee because it's even though they have Vietnamese coffee here, like Josh said, it's not the same. So non-perishable food products. Like another thing I brought was this like these, um, what was it, ginger tea? What is, I don't even know what brand of tea is. It's this very strong ginger honey lemon tea that comes like almost in like little rocks. Um, that's super duper uh, good for when you have a sore throat or you're sick. My mom got me used to that tea. And so we brought, you know, a box of that. So things that you think that you're really going to miss, bring stock up on that. So long as it's non-perishable, you can bring it with you. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up is the third category, which is books. This is kind of, um, we went back and forth on how many books to bring with us because books are really heavy and you do get charged for um, additional weight for your carry-on bags. And we only had a certain for number checked. of bags. Yeah, for checked, sorry, not carry-on bags, for checked bags. And uh, we we're thinking, okay, which books should we bring? I had a ton of books that I still had from grad school, books that I had accumulated after. We had kids books, we had Josh's books from grad school. So we got rid of a ton of books, which was hard. We donated them, the library, the local library was really happy about that because um, they're really good quality books, but we did keep um, a good number of them. I, I think like one suitcase full of books. Yeah. Uh, probably if you yeah. put them, because we split yeah. them up. So combined, it was probably like one suitcase full of books. Yeah. And they were mostly kids' books that I adore that I don't think I would be able to find here. And then a couple of my books and a couple of Josh's books. But the majority of them were, were the kids, you know, these really awesome, diverse um, books, you know, about anti, um, about like how to be an anti-racist, how to, um, you know, race or uh, be part of like a mixed race family uh how to teach kids about sensitive topics like today josh was reading to emmy what's the name of that book sex is a funny word sex in, is a funny word by corey silverberg i think yeah <laughs> i hope i'm i'm remembering the name right but that's a really awesome book that you know to talk to our, our older child about what does sex mean and talking about sensitive topics about touch and you know things that that would be harder to talk about without you know the help of books so we brought a certain number of books with us that again we absolutely love and i'm so glad that we did because going to the local shops and the malls and going to their book sections all the books are in portuguese which is of course not not, not a surprise a couple of books in English, but even then, not the books we're looking for. So if you have books that you love, if you are, oof, for people who are bookworms, yeah. I would just have them pay for the extra charge for the extra check bags and and bring bring your books with you if you can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next category is tech. Okay. I'll so let you take over. <laughs> so for tech, I mean, obviously you don't want to bring a whole lot of stuff here because of the, the voltage difference here in Europe, um, as well as the plugs. But um, there are, if you're able to bring some stuff that is, you know, USB, 
um, or some of the other um, things that I wish I would have had before we came over, um, which were uh, plug adapters uh, for the items that will work in Europe, but you just need the different adapters. Um, I would recommend getting those in the US because you can get them from Amazon um, or any travel section at like Target. Um, they're, they're going to be a lot cheaper and readily available as opposed to finding them here, which are uh, ridiculously overpriced. So for one adapter here, it's like 12, 13 euros as opposed to, you know, two, three, uh, two, $3 back in the US. So um, like for myself, I have uh, a lot of Apple products. So the HomePod minis, I decided to bring that because we already had that from when we had a smart home. Um, I took that all with me and that works off USB-C, but there isn't a whole lot of USB-C adapters here that I trust to work with Apple products. So um, I had to find um, the plug adapters and I, it ended up being, um, I, I needed quite a few of them. So it turned out to be a very expensive purchase to buy those adapters. Uh, another thing that I wish I would have brought with me is a um, universal power strip, uh, only because if you do find power strips here, they're gonna be the European style. And then if you do end up having um, some American products that will work in Europe because of the voltage, but have American plugs, um, you're still going to need those adapters. So um, for me, I have, like I mentioned, Apple products. So uh, we have our Apple TV and all that. And instead of having to buy another cable to replace it, it's just cheaper to, to have like a power strip because you already have, you know, the item with you. Um, other tech would be computers. Um, in Europe, they do have Apple products here, but they are going to be a lot more expensive only because of the tax in VAT, uh, which is that's the, the VAT is their their tax. Yeah, yeah. their, their yeah. tax. Um, it's right now it's twenty three percent, but if you do ship it, they're going to also charge you tax on the shipping. So uh, you get taxed twice: one for the product and then one for the actual shipment uh, shipping as well. So it turns out to be very costly. Um, one thing that I did notice is that a lot of products at, you know, stores, department stores um, already have tax included. So um, they do seem a little bit more expensive, but that's because tax is already included. So the price you see is what you're going to pay um, as opposed to, um, you know, prices in the U.S. where they don't already include the tax. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, cables, uh, any peripherals for your uh, devices, I would recommend getting them in the US only because here you're going to be in a rush or if you really do need um, those items like the airport lost our luggage, which was our oh tech gosh. luggage. So <laughs> yeah. all of my peripherals um, that we needed were in those luggage. So I had to run out and go buy one. And, you know, when you're in a rush, the best you're going to find is cheap quality products. And they ended up uh, ruining some of my items, like my toothbrush. It completely fried the battery mm -hmm. on my toothbrush. Um, but yeah, so I would bring 
uh, cables, peripherals, just have it spread out amongst your uh, luggages and then have a few in your carry-on just to make sure that you have that with you. Um, that's it for tech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll let you take over because <laughs> that's all you. Um, but yeah, you just reminded me, we didn't mention that when we arrived um, from our long trip, it was what, like 17, 18 hours. Yeah. We actually lost three luggages and one of them was our tech luggage, which was a big deal because we couldn't even charge our phones. So we arrived missing luggages. I didn't have my clothes. We didn't have our tech. We yeah, couldn't we charge had... our phones. We didn't have hot water. It was a whole mess. Yeah, but at least we had um, um, power banks with us. Um, That's a power bank. The little battery chargers. Oh yeah, we had these like battery chargers from the luggages I think that we could use to charge our phones yeah. to hold and us for another. Another thing that I would recommend yeah. is getting air tags for your luggages because oh, yeah. that was a lifesaver instead of having to kind of wait. They're expensive for... though, babe. It is, but I mean, like if you're one person, it's it's worth it knowing that mm -hmm. you have that insurance because, you know, it helps the ground force Portugal here you know, find your baggage a lot quicker. So yeah. um, I mean, be, that could be another episode of like what to do if you lose your luggage. Yeah, because I mean, just having that, we were able to just identify where it was. And then we found out that it was still back in Canada and we were able to bring that up. So they were able to call right away and we got our luggage on the next flight, which was the next day or so just so. as a side note though we not only had the air tags on each of our luggages which helped us track them we also took a picture of each luggage and wrote a description of what each of the luggages had so that way we knew exactly what we had missing so right. just as a like quick tip in case you run into the same issue air tags can be super helpful if you can afford them if not at the very least take a picture of your luggages and keep a the claim receipts yeah some sort of like inventory it doesn't have to be super detailed but just saying this is my tech bag or this is my clothes bag this is my toiletry bag this is my book bag and that way you know what you're missing right all right let's go to the next category which is irreplaceable items so for this i mean anything that is near and dear to your heart which is very um sub objective, I would say. And this one's hard because some folks have a lot of emotional attachment to things. And some of us are more minimalist and have fewer things that we're attached to. So for me, the things that I'm attached to are certain pictures or certain personalized things. Recuerdos. I don't even know how you say recuerdos in English, like mementos or I don't know, souvenirs of some sort. We brought um, a bag of personalized Christmas ornaments because that's one of our traditions is every year we either have the kids create ornaments or we purchase very specific ornaments and label them for that year so we have a memory attached or associated to those ornaments. And so we brought those with us and we brought a bunch of pictures, picture albums with us. What else did we bring that was like irreplaceable or kind of memorabilia? Um. Mostly the photos and the ornaments. Yeah, um, like your high school yearbooks. Yeah. And all that. Some, I mean, for some, it's not a big issue. But I mean, <laughs> we, since we had it, we might as well keep it, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, getting stuff from the U.S. would be very difficult to have those replaced. Yeah. 
All right, next up is um, important documents. This is a big one, so I'll let you take over with this one. Yeah, so this one we wanted to make sure that we had uh, everything that we needed, birth certificates, marriage certificates, have multiple copies of it. So um, when our daughter was born, we didn't, we, we went to the vital records to get one of her birth certificate, but we found out that it was um, from the local county instead of the state of California. So it ended up being invalid for certain use case. So good thing we found out about that because we I had to go back to Santa Barbara in order to get um, the county records, uh, which is completely different. I guess the only difference on there is that the, the paper that they use says, you know, county versus um, local, you know, hospital records or whatnot. But uh, yeah, so we needed that. Um, your passport, social security number, any school records, any medical records, your diplomas for your um, uh, high school, you know, college, whatever universities. Um, that's something that you would need to have as well because it's going to be very difficult to get that uh, replaced, especially when you're overseas. And one thing that Josh did that I thought was really helpful was so we were we were in what uh, I guess temporary housing, staying at my mom's place for about three months, and so we were living out of suitcases and really just like carry-on suitcases because the rest of our luggages we had stored away. And so Josh put all of our um, important documents and paperwork in these fireproof bags. contained bags. Yeah. I, I don't even know how it's to describe them. They look like envelopes, but they're fireproof bags. It's just a fireproof document bag just to make uh, we they were relatively inexpensive i think they were only like seven eight dollars yeah. and then so we had um four of them just for different things you know um uh, we had one on all of our home records um you know birth certificate marriage certificates all that in a separate one i had one for um all my military documents and then uh the last one was just miscellaneous yeah, so that was helpful because we kept them all. It was really easy to identify them. We kept them on in a carry-on bag, so we for sure wouldn't lose that. And another thing that, again, thank you, Josh, <laughs> Josh did to help us with keeping track of everything is he bought these passport holders um, that were great because we not only had a space to put our passport, but we were able to put our VAX card in there. We were able... Um, to add our kind of NIF number on there, which we apparently need for almost everything here in Portugal. And so these little passport holders, they look like, I don't know. Just like little. A little case for yeah. your passport. It's really, really helpful because we've been able to like put extra stuff in there that we need here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of protect the outside of your passport and to carry a little extra stuff that comes with like a pen and yeah. slots for, um, few credit cards or important yeah, cards. boarding passes in there. Yeah. So yeah, it's helpful. All right. I think that's it for important documents. Yeah. Next up is category seven out of eight, which is jewelry. So yeah, I mean, you know, some of us like to wear jewelry. Some of us don't. I am more of a minimalist, so I don't have a lot of jewelry, but I do love my earrings. I got rid of all like any bracelets necklaces I just gave them away um, and I kept my earrings especially my beaded earrings 
because that's not something I'm going to be able to find easily here. And a lot of the ones that I have are handmade and they're made by really amazing POC um, artists. So I've kept my earrings. And Josh, what kind of jewelry did you keep? Uh, all my pocket watches. I have few vintage pocket watches from the early 1900s. I didn't even know you kept those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I got rid of a lot of my watch collection, but there are a few pieces that were uh, automatics. You don't need any batteries. Those I kept just because they work no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and they're very hard to find um, those various types yeah. of brands here. So, And then just any other jewelry. Some folks have like gold or silver pieces that they really love. I brought a couple of gold pieces that are more yeah. like mementos for me it's like I have two gold bracelets that my dad bought me when I was really little I have some gold earrings that my mom gave me that were my earrings that I wore as a baby to put on our baby if and when she decides to get her ears pierced yeah, yeah. I also have my coin collection which... wait how is that jewelry <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's valuable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anything of value to you that you don't think you'll be able to find easily, definitely bring with you. All right. Then the last category is uh, cultural items. So this is kind of like a miscellaneous category. It's just anything that you might need um, that to live your life that you might not be able to find here like something random like Josh was saying that he can't find a lime or lemon squeezer anywhere and in California like that's a must-have everybody has a lime squeezer don't they <laughs> yeah I mean I, I guess here they use um the little machine the, like, a, like a like a greater yeah type, you know old style where you turn you know cut the lime or lemon in half or for squeezing orange juice you just kind of put it on that kind of cone shape where you just oh, yeah. kind of squeeze it yeah but you know Mexicans they use you know kind of a little <laughs> wine squeezer which I have not been able to find Mexicans here. and Josh <laughs> I make salsa so. I know <laughs> you make some damn good salsa <laughs> even my mom approves um, but yeah, other things like, like just if you want it, if you like it, tortilla holders or napkins or like hand knit items, like, I or don't know. Finding good quality walks is hard here because that's something that they don't really use because there's a lot of induction here. Um, as induction to, stoves. Yeah, it's hops, I guess they call it. Oh, uh, my bad. As, as opposed to like <laughs> gas stoves and all that. So um, I did have an induction walk that I wish I would have brought with me, but um, live and learn. Yeah. So, yeah. So just any, any cultural item, if there's a specific tool you use, like to make hot chocolate or whatever, I'm thinking about like the Ibarra hot chocolate that we make at home. If there's something in particular, that tool that you use, bring it with you if you're attached to it. If not, then, you know, you find other ways to make the things that you like. Yeah. So that's the last one. And now as a plus, um, well, the, one of the other things we wanted to say is just in general, what we found is that American products here are really expensive. So bring them with you if you can, if you have space for it. But the other thing we wanted to mention are the opposite of, of what we've been talking about, which is what are the things that you definitely don't need and that you can leave at home. And so 
you can go ahead and kind of um, get us started with okay. before we close off. Like, what are the things that we know for sure we don't miss, we don't need? We uh, just you don't them. need your furnitures. Uh, they have IKEA over here too. Um, <laughs> your car, um, it's very very expensive to import your mm -hmm. cars because of different regulations and all that. Actually, importing um, anything, which is why we brought everything as um, care as uh, checked bags. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently you get taxed on the stuff that you bring unless you show that you live here, um, which I think once you become a resident, you're able to ship home items for free. But um, that we're still unsure about. Yeah. Um, all I know is that um, if they're getting very strict with, you know, shipments, you know, mm -hmm. customs and all that. Yeah. So if they do inspect your stuff, that's a $10,000 fine. Um, just I think we had read item. something like that. That was this really crazy expensive fine and we're, we're not about to pay that. Yeah. yeah. Um, appliances, because everything, uh, the voltage here is different. Yeah. Um, and you can find other good quality about the same here. I mean, like for us, a must have that we need to survive is a blender because I drink smoothies or I need to drink smoothies every day <laughs> to function. Um, and they don't have Vitamix or yeah, like they don't, we haven't here. been able, I think they do have Vitamixes, but we just haven't been able to find it. They, um, they have Bosch here, which for me, Bosch is a, a kind of a tool brand like DeWalt, but uh, I mean, apparently they make blenders here and a lot of other stuff, uh, home good stuff. So um, we did get a Bosch. Um, We're going to try it out. We still have, yeah. we just got it. So we haven't tried it out. I'm going to try but, out that uh, blender. Other documentation, you can just scan, you know, any other documents that you think that you would need, uh, you can just scan it instead of having to bring paper and then we know, yeah extra weight because we have a, a whole um cabinet filing, of, cabinet filing cabinet of paperwork and so before we moved here we had to sit down and come through every single thing it took forever and then you know put it into piles of like scan and shred. Shred, shred and then um recycle so some things we could just shred some things we could just recycle some things that we needed to scan and then shred and it took a while, but a lot of things we were able to scan and we don't actually need the physical copy with us. So yeah. a lot of paperwork you actually don't need if you have the scanned version of it. Um, yeah, so those are things that we left and we don't need and we're fine without. Um, and then we already mentioned all the things that we do need that we, we brought and we are happy that we brought or things that we wish that we had brought more of. So. We hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you all next time. All right. Thank you so much for joining us in the Mix Spam Abroad podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us your review at mixedfamabroad at gmail.com. You can also show your support by following us on Instagram with the same username at mixedfamabroad. Adeus!